Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning, Taya. You know what I'd like to talk to you about today? What would you like to talk about today? <laughs> Things that make you go, what the fuck? What the fuck? What? What the fuck? And the, fuck? the what the fucks can be either good or bad. Oh, okay. Okay. So I'm just going to jump on right in about some of the things that made me go what the fuck over the last couple weeks. Okay. They're all very recent. They're things that happened personally. Some things that don't really matter all that much, but it still made me go, what the fuck? So the first thing is, um, and yeah, I will name drop. I will restaurant drop. I don't give a fuck what the fuck. Oh, snap. I went to Happy Teriyaki here in Lacey, Washington. Um, yeah, there's a few. So there good is luck finding the one. <laughs> the one. Actually, this will narrow it down. They have a sushi bar. It's the only one with a sushi bar. I go there because I love their sushi. Super good. Um, Brandon, myself, and the youngest kid, we all went to eat. And I had sushi and things were okay. It wasn't the greatest. Hmm. It was okay. I can't do just okay sushi. Yeah, it just like, that makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, it was like I, I <laughs> that ate, makes me uncomfortable. I ate as much as I could, and while I was eating it, I was like, "Oh, this is okay. It's not the greatest that's been oh, made." God. I feel like the the uh, the tempura shrimp was overcooked, and you know, whatever. Yeah. But uh, you know, it was just okay. Um, after we were all done eating. You know, I wasn't super satisfied. I wish we had gone somewhere else because if we're spending money going out, I want to be satisfied. Um, before we got up, we had already paid. Brandon goes, oh, God. I was like, what? And he goes, dude in the kitchen cooking just ran his hands through his hair while wearing the gloves he was using to cook and then proceeded to go back to cooking. Oh, God. What the fuck? What the That's fuck? disgusting. And it's always moments you see like that after you eat. So then the sushi... <laughs> like, what Then the, the sushi quality was even less than now that it was, like, settling in my stomach and I just learned what... I know that the guy was in the same guy's... The one that makes the sushi. There's a separate sushi, sushi chef. chef. Right. Chef, chef, right. Chef. There's a separate guy who does that. But yeah. Still, all but, the same. Anytime you see something like that happen at a restaurant, you're like, I'm completely like done with you now. Like, I don't want to be I here I feel anymore. done. And, yeah. and the, these are new owners. It's not the original owners. I feel oh, okay. like the original owners were all good. These guys are like, these, these new owners, I feel like they seem more angry. They're always at the first table just yelling at each other. And there's always one waitress on staff, no matter how slow or busy you are. And she has no personality. She doesn't smile. She doesn't. If I saw a guy rub his hands, gloved hands through his hair. And then go back to cooking. It wouldn't have like, I just, I would have got, I couldn't have gone back in there ever. Yeah. So (laughs) we're we're leaving. And I told Brandon, I said, I'm going to say something that's disgusting. And he was like, oh God, please don't. So I took a while, like, leaving the restaurant, and he was, like, leaning back to make sure I was coming. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just to make sure I wasn't going to go say something, because yeah. I had, I was, like, in between him and, I believe, the owners that were s- sitting at the table, and I was like, which path do I choose? <laughs> I don't think there's 
there's anything wrong with saying something to a restaurant owner or manager, especially if it's a health I agree. health department issue. Because Agreed. either way, you're gonna get you're gonna the health department's gonna come in here and get your ass then. Like it's gonna be me or them. So I think you'd rather take an angry customer telling you to, hey, watch your staff. Yeah. Um, rather than have the health department say you're shut down for a few days until you I correct agree. this stuff. I agree. So, I decided to leave. I decided not to not say anything. Yeah. I didn't want him to be upset. I don't think Brandon would have been upset, but I I think it probably would have annoyed him. And I just, I didn't, I don't know. I just, yeah. I just left, but. And never say anything while yeah. you haven't gotten your food yet, people. This is like afterwards, if you yeah. have problems with an establishment. Anybody in the food service industry knows that you um, don't send food back unless you've been very extra polite and yes. and not rude about it because mm-hmm. otherwise you might get back a plate that has some extra a things on it. sandwich. <laughs> so gross. A pube pizza. <laughs> so gross. I'm telling you. I mean, think about all the teenagers that work in this place. All the angry teenagers. <laughs> My son. Right. <laughs> is a is a cook at a restaurant that I will not name drop. No. Because I I yeah, can't, just I don't can't. throw him out there like no. that. No, <laughs> and I'm not saying that my son does that, but my son fits the mold. Right. So, right. anyway, the next, <laughs> the next, uh, what the fuck moment was, is always at my local subway. Oh God. So, I usually bring my own lunch to work, but when I don't, I default to going to subway. I usually get the sub of the day or whatever because it's cheap. There's this particular employee that works there, has been there for a, quite a while, I think. Um, <laughs> he's the kind of person that if there's a line or not a line, he will start mid-conversation with you as if you two had already been in conversation. Oh, wow. So you'll... You know, order your bread and order what kind of sandwich. And he just starts, like, continuing on a conversation that you have no clue what the fuck he's talking about. Oh, You look had, around and you're like, nobody's here. Are you talking to me? He's had several conversations that he would like to continue. He, with yes, you. <laughs> with me. And then the next person. And this guy isn't, like, a normal conversation about, like, the weather or oh the... You know, a sports team that's playing. It's literally like, what the fuck this, motherfucker that. Like, it's... Always cursing? <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. I is feel he, like... You're a sandwich artist? Is he's he... a sandwich artist by day and a thug by night. <laughs> oh my god. Or like a rapper or something because, I don't know, this guy, like, you, you can't help but just laugh and kind of... Like, in the very beginning, you're like, what the hell is going on? But then by the time you leave, you're like, that shit was funny. That's funny. And I don't know if that's his point to, like, throw people off or if he has no clue. Oh, my god! But every time I leave, I'm going, what the fuck? <laughs> he, must, he must have confidence in who he speaks to in that way because... I, maybe he doesn't curse... Do I give off that vibe? Curse with everybody, but... I don't know. I mean, I personally don't really care when people curse, because that just makes you human. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I really don't. I mean, but if you're dropping, you know, every two seconds at work, obviously that's not Something's okay. wrong. 
not okay, but I think he's like, fuck it, I'm a sandwich artist, and this yeah. is my art. I feel like that's exactly what he says. Fuck it. Right. It's my art. I'm a motherfucking make this sandwich. It's like Samuel L. Jackson and a sandwich artist had a baby. I feel like that's very accurate. <laughs> oh my gosh, this kid. I want no motherfucking steaks on this motherfucking plate. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Oh my gosh. So, yeah, that was a several what the fuck moments with him. Um, and then the other day I went in and it was a different guy. The experience wasn't the same. <laughs> See, and you missed... Now I miss him. You miss the guy. You miss the fucker. I do. I miss the fucker. Um, the next story is at Walmart. Oh, Wally World. Not inside Walmart. That would that you would think would be... Um, I mean, it goes down at Walmart, so... Walmart parking lot. Parking lot and mm-hmm. in Walmart. So we're leaving, Brandon and I. We... Did our weekly shopping. We're leaving. And, you know, we we take caution when going through the parking lot. There's cars. There's people. There's pets. There's things. And so, you know, we're cautious. We're going through, like, between the the parking lot and the building itself. Like an obstacle course. Yeah. Yeah. And then you take (laughs) left and go up one of the aisles to slowly exit the huge-ass parking lot that feels like 13 football fields. Okay? Well... You know, toward the back half of the parking lot, it's rather empty. Mm-hmm. Car here, car there, but it's pretty empty. And you're going up an aisle, and then all of a sudden you see from far yonder another SUV, or maybe it was a van. I don't know. But he's barreling towards you, kind of like at a diagonal, so you're not straight ahead in the, in the same aisle. Oh, he's cutting through the parking lot. Over. Got right. you. Cutting through the parking lot, fine. I do it. Uh-huh. But I uh, still watch, watch where humans. the fuck I'm going. Other cars, people, seagulls. I don't know. So Brandon's driving and he's still going. He sees the guy and he's like, oh, there's no way he doesn't see us. Oh, God. So he ends up, Brandon, having to slam on, slam on our brakes. I would say within five feet of this guy ramming directly into the front end of my car. What the fuck? He doesn't look at us. He doesn't acknowledge us. He just keeps on barreling by. And this motherfucker's on his phone. Oh, of course, yeah. Um, and so my what the fuck moment with that, of course, it's like a little what the fuck, like, bro. But my what the fuck moment was choosing whether or not to turn the car around and follow him. Yeah. Get out of the car and tell him what a fucking idiot he is and just make him feel that's like a the, pile of shit. That's when the road rage kicks in. Correct. Right. Or to continue on with my day and not let it get to me too deep. Just bitch with my other half about it and move on with the day. We chose to move on. But looking back, I really wish we would have turned the car around and went off on this guy. Well, because if you think about it, like that little kid that just got hit in the parking lot of Safeway just a couple months ago and killed. um, (sighs) That's so sad. And it was not even somebody, obviously somebody was not even going that fast and they felt horrible and they didn't see the child. And there's so many factors that make me nervous in a parking lot like Mm -hmm. that, that I try to take my time period. It doesn't matter if I'm cutting through the wrong way. If I'm going around a corner, I am like the slowest to go around the corner. The slow, because if I hit you, it's going to be like two miles an hour. I know, you know, and hopefully not cause much damage. Cause I don't want to, I don't want to, fuck up anybody's car. I'm not trying to hit your kid, you know, 
But mm-hmm. I hate when people walk behind cars in, in the gro- in the um, parking lots. Like, when you see a brake light on and you're like, fuck it, chicken, I'm going to walk behind it. Or that reverse tries- lights, yes. Or if you see yeah. the car actually backing up. It's already in backing walking. up. And then somebody tries to go around you with their basket. And you're like, are you kidding me right now? So yeah. you just want me to hit you. Like- so, with that said, this is proving why I always back into my spot. I've always backed into every parking spot I possibly can since I started driving forever ago because it's safer. It's safer to exit. It is. When you're facing where you're exiting. too many factors when you're trying to exit. Yeah. So anyway, this guy, this guy got a free pass um, and he was probably going 35, 40 miles an hour. That's insane. He was tearing it up through that parking lot. And if he can't see my big Jeep Grand Cherokee then he can't see a little kid. No, not at all. That's terrifying. Yeah, he would have totally hit somebody. Slow down, guys. Slow down. And then um, this last story, um, wrapping back around to going to my favorite restaurant, Patea. Um, I don't really eat out all that much, guys. (laughs) So I cook a lot at home, but... In a small opportunity where I have a couple bucks, I'm going to... Probably a lunchtime thing, It right? was a lunchtime yeah. thing. I'm going to treat myself to some good food at lunch to actually leave the office for a lunch break because I usually eat at my desk while still working. I'm a loser. Um, my coworker, Leslie, and I went to lunch uh, there the other day, and we were chatting about everything in life, like we always do, family and just stuff. Um... I was captivated by a woman sitting behind Leslie. So Leslie couldn't see this woman and this woman was facing my direction. Mm-hmm. So we were face to face and I was just drawn to her. I just couldn't stop looking at her. It's not like I really, I didn't recognize her face. I was just drawn to her. Um, Leslie and I were at the end of our meal and uh, we were wrapping up our conversation about family and you know, this will get real deep for a second. I was telling her how much I craved um, a bond between myself and my parents. Now, I'm not saying that my parents and I, we don't love each other. And we haven't come a long way right. in life with our relationship. We've had a lot of rocky roads, um, rough times. And, you know, that's a whole for a whole nother podcast topic. Um, but I just have always craved that bond. And I've always been you know, jealous of girlfriends and guy friends that have a good tight knit bond, a uh, good relationship with their parents. Um, I know they love me. I love them, but you know, it's just not yeah the it's, same. It's not a what I wanted. When you have a, a, a really close bond. Right? Yeah. Um, I said, you know, sadly I only speak to my mom a handful of times a year and, um, that I knew that my dad and I, uh, we, if we were bonded, we possibly could take over the world. And, you know, we had a good laugh about that because uh, he's a very intelligent man. He's right. just, my dad's really, really cool. Um, I was happily talking about how my son and my dad are best friends. That's Legit, awesome. they are best friends. It's so cute. I love That's it. awesome. And, you know, Leslie was telling me a couple things about her mom and, you know, her mom had passed last year and her dad and you know, what they have going on. So that was, that was the last kind of topic in the air. And and I know that her and I, we talk loudly, mm-hmm. not on purpose. We're just loud people. Upon leaving the table, when we were finished, 
um, we were going to head back to the office, I felt such a strong pull to this woman that was sitting behind Leslie that I just couldn't leave. I had to find some way to connect with her. Mm -hmm. So she had that little spice rack that I had mentioned in a previous episode. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) And it looks really cool. I like how they set it all up. So as I'm walking by her, um, I lean in and I was like, sorry, I have to be weird real quick. What is this? And I knew what it was. Uh, It was just a way to connect with her. And she was like, oh, this is a spice rack, blah, blah, blah. And I said, oh, that's awesome. Maybe I'll get that next time. And then she says, well, can I be weird with you too? And I was like, yeah. She looked at me dead in my soul and said, call your mom. Oh, wow. And I was like, instantly I went pale. And I was like, what? She goes, call your mom. Wow. And I said, okay, (laughs) I'll call my mom. She goes, so I didn't mean to eavesdrop, um, but I had heard part of what you were saying to your friend, pointing at Leslie, and I recognized your voice from a week prior, and I was like, what? She said, you were here last week, or the week prior, Mm -hmm. with a different person, and my back was to you, so I didn't see your face. But I heard your voice. But I heard your voice, and when I heard it today, I recognized it, and I knew that you were the person I was thinking about. And I was like, what? Weird. And I went with Dr. Michelle the last time, and her and I, we didn't talk about anything deep. Yeah. Or anything. We're talking about money, I think. And she said she she was holding on to my voice. And here I was again. We were face to face. She recognized my voice. She felt the pull. Told me to call my mom. She said, my dad died on Christmas this year. Oh, wow. And then her chin started quivering. And of course, I started crying. Right. And she stood up and we hugged in the middle of this restaurant, sobbing. Oh. And she looked at me and she said, please, please just call your mom. And I said, okay, I will. I will make an effort. I should be the one making the effort. And I will call her for no reason at all just to say hi. That's awesome. And so that night when I went home, uh, on my drive home, I decided to call my mom. And I could tell she was really thrown off because, you know, I called and I was like, hey, what are you up to? She said, oh, just making salmon for dinner. And I was like, oh, that sounds good. And told her that Brandon and I are going to Leavenworth, you know, the following Mm -hmm. weekend for our birthdays. And and then she said, well, your dad and I are just about to sit down to eat. So I'm going to have to let you go. I said, "Okay, have a good night. Bye. And then she calls back, you know, the next day saying, hey, did you need something? Oh, I said, wow. no, I just wanted to call and say hi. She goes, you didn't need anything? But that's telling for you. Yeah. I was to like. To say, okay, I must only call her. She feels like I call her. Yes. When she's. When I need something. needed. Which is severely rude. Right. And heartless. I mean, I feel like my teenager does that right now. Definitely. Yeah. And I'm 38. I shouldn't be. I mean, I don't, I don't call my mom. Because I don't need anything, and that's fucked up. Mm. I only see her for holidays. Message. I know. <laughs> I only see her for holidays. And I'm referencing just my mom, but it's my parents. I only see them for holidays or like a barbecue family re- reunion event or a birthday, maybe. But there's no, you know, both my brothers see my parents on a regular basis, and I'm the asshole that doesn't. Yeah. 
you know, my parents and I, we had a really rough history. And that's the thing, too. So, I mean, when there's that kind of, like, I feel like maybe it's, like, is it, you feel like double dutch sometimes? You don't know when to jump in? Yeah, or absolutely. Like, or how to get in? 100%. Or how to get in there? Yeah. That woman telling me, looking at me, so deep in my eyes, yeah. saying, call your mom, without blinking, without breaking that energy, I was like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. I got to pull me some tarot cards. <laughs> right. I have to, like, go to, a, like, a, I don't know. Energy is insane, guys. And, you <laughs> I know, was it happens away. around us all the time, but I feel like none of us are present anymore. Correct. So a lot of us don't understand or even, or just ignore the energies around us. Because it, it's happening all the time. Like, you get those signs all the time. It's whether or not you pay attention to them or not. Yeah. And so. I... I'm glad that you called your mama. I did. And it felt good to call her for no reason. Just to catch up. Just to say hi. Just to, you know. Yeah. Let her know what we were doing the next weekend. like, is she a texter at all? No. Or was she? Okay. See, because like my mom, I don't always call, but I always send a message like, hey, how are you guys doing? Or something like that. Or we keep in communication like that more than anything. Or, um, you know. But like you said, there's a difference when you have a bond there. Yeah. And then when you don't. And then Mm -hmm. trying to get that bond later on in life. It's hard. It's it's hard. Mm -hmm. And just listening to you, it makes me more humble about how I'm going to parent my teenager that is not as close to me as I'd like her to be right now. But hopefully we will get some kind of different relationship when she gets older. And I'm going to be open to that. I think that's the most thing too, is when you go through all this stuff and your kid through, puts you through hell and back, you're not always open to having that relationship anymore. Or you're just done. Like I'm I'm done. And I put my parents through hell and back several times. I was not a great teenager. I was not a great kid. I was not a great young adult. I was not a great parent early on. I was a real piece of shit. And I'm the first, you know, I got to say self-recognition is a beautiful thing, people. Yeah. Once you gain self-recognition, there's only the upswing. Yeah. You can only go up from there. You can only get better You from can there. apologize and move yep. on. Like and I you, have. Yeah. And it feels good that I've apologized to both my parents individually now. It feels more sincere, I think, yep. to your parents, I'm sure. When you've recognized it. It's Correct. not just an, I'm sorry I was an asshole. Yeah. It's, I'm sorry I specifically did this. Correct. Or I specifically yeah. did this. Mm-hmm. Or I know I messed up when I did this. And I'm sorry that I put you guys through what, you know what I mean? Yeah. Those specific apologies, I think, are important. Um, but at the same time, it's also important for us parents to have forgiveness. And I'm yes. And I'm learning all kinds of that through seeing that relationship that you've had yes. um, with your parents. Um, so I appreciate it. Good. <laughs> I mean, I have a, I have one of those at home. Yeah. You know, I have the defiant. It's going to be rough for yeah. many, many years. Yeah. But it, like I said, self-recognition for you yeah. is better than no self self-recognition for either of you. That's true. So even if she hasn't found it, if you found it, that you're, you're already winning. Yeah. Um, on what you can do to be better. To Same with it. my parents. If they had that self-recognition at that time of when I was struggling with my mental health, if they, if they had that self-recognition so they could be better and be there for me to help me through the stuff I was going through. Cause I didn't, 
nobody wanted to connect with me. Mm-hmm. I was abandoned in a sense again. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> so, you, felt, I'm you sure know, I, you know, so, you know, a lot of anger came out uh, for many, many years and I did a lot of damage. So, you know, just still blows my mind. I know that I, I met this woman. Oh goodness. A week ago. And it still feels like I'm still thinking about her. And oh, I'm still, you'll run into her again. Yeah, and I'm still, yeah. and I can't wait to run into her and tell her I called my mom the night you told me to call her. That's awesome. And I could just feel my mom's voice was just really, like, happy. It was yeah. like, wow, you didn't need anything? I'm like, no, I don't need anything from anybody, really. But I don't really just randomly call people and just say, hey, how's it but going? That's I, what I text, you do I don't need call. from her, You, but... I mm-hmm. think what you have to realize now is that your need for her is way different. But Correct. you have to allow her to be in that space. Yeah. Because um, as an adult, you still need your mom. You still need that guidance. You still need that, hey, let me yeah. call you up and say, am I doing this right? Am yeah. I Am I like crazy? Is this okay? Is this normal? You know, like I'm 36 years old and I still ask my mom like, what in the hell is this normal? <laughs> like, yeah. did you have to do this with us? Or I don't remember me acting this crazy. By the way, mom, you had it easy as a uh, for me as a teenager. <laughs> for the girl, uh, she already knows this, but she had it so easy with me. But I can't even say that she had it easy because she had my my oldest brother, Brandon. Love you, Brandon. Not but, my Brandon, two <laughs> totally different people. Yeah, but um, he did give her quite a, the hard time as a teenager, but uh, yeah. Kids will always give you what the fuck moments. Yes. And I'm so happy that you ran into yeah. that beautiful spirit that told you to call your mom. Yeah, and that was my very last what the fuck moment that happened over the last couple of weeks. And I had already had this list started, and then that happened, and I went, oh shit. Yep. Talking to, oh, my stomach's growling. But, uh, yeah, my spirits seem to be very, very present. They're screaming at me because ever since then, every single day, there's been several very odd coincidences, very odd things that are in common. And so, I don't know, something positive's on the way, something spiritual's on the way. I don't know. Yes. Meditation. Meditate, meditate, meditate. I know, you guys, we sound like little... Goo, <laughs> gurus over here, but um, I I don't I care. really want people to understand the importance of being present, and yes. I'm working on that. That's my 2020 goal, and I'm doing a crappy job of it so far. Oh, um, but I'm really I'm really really trying to be more present, um, because I feel like my ADD brings me to all different levels of what the fuck <laughs> on a yeah. daily basis, um. Too many things going on in my head all at once. So uh, I don't know what you guys' goals are for 2020, but if you want to shout them out, please do. And if you have a good podcast topic you would like us to talk about, we are here for you. Yes. And tell them um, our Gmail. Yes. Our Gmail, guys, if you want to hit us up, is you don't tell me podcast at gmail.com. Um, also, um, you could always just hit us up on Facebook on the comment section. Um, whenever we post our um, uh, new episodes. So that is the You Don't Tell Me podcast. Thank you so much for listening to my What the Fuck stories. We appreciate it. And thank you for listening, period. Period? Period. Oh, no. Period? 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 I don't like the word period. Period?
How about <laughs> the word? Because I can edit this. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to us rant and rave about all of the what the moments, and we hope that you did. Have... You just censor yourself? I did. Weird. That's weird. I did. I don't know how many times I said fuck during this episode. I, I don't did. think censor is really well, appropriate. Well, okay, first of all, I have seven children. Oh. And I don't really, that's, I, I it's funny because I don't censor myself enough around them, but I just censored myself. I am so proud of you. I mean, I'm the one with the bad mouth. It's pretty bad, but I mean, I'm glad I'm that sorry. you're proud of me. Sorry. Thanks for acknowledging how terrible I am. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, All right, everyone. We love you. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next time. Deuces. Good morning. Good morning, Michelle. Are we close enough? I think we're close enough. I think we're close enough. So sorry if you guys have had a hard time hearing us in the past. We tend to get relaxed and not sit close to the microphone. We do. We apologize. Welcome to the You Don't Tell Me podcast. It's very early in the morning. It's super early in the morning again. This morning, uh, my alarm went off and I threw a little temper tantrum. I think you did. Well, I saw it through the messenger. I sent a temper tantrum on the messenger. You wanted me here. I did. (laughs) And I do. (laughs) There's like like a. There's like a 10 minute window in the morning when I'm waking up where I'm like, I hate everyone. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I even hate myself. I want to die. I don't want to die. But that's how I felt for about 10 minutes. And then I got over it and got all pumped. Because I never get to see you. I know. This makes me sad. Um, I wanted to talk about the Oscars because... Well, okay, hold on. I used to watch award shows with my grandma all the time. Yeah. She would even let me watch the MTV Music Awards. Like, she was cool like that. (laughs) She didn't know any of the artists. She didn't know the music. It wasn't her thing. She was, you know, she's my grandma. Right. And interestingly enough, now watching an award show, I haven't seen an award show in many years. I've wanted to. But it's just never fit, like, Well, and the Oscars schedule. is hella long. It is, but I wanted to watch the whole thing. And I told the family, <laughs> today's the day. There's no football. Um, sadly, I'm sad that football's gone. But the Oscars are on. I want to watch the red carpet. I want to watch the thing front to back. It started at, like, 3.30, I think, or 2.30. And uh, when did I start watching it? Mm, like, probably 6.30. Or seven or eight. I don't know. It was later. And so I only got really the ass end of the show. Um, so but I those are talk- where all the best awards are at. <laughs> it's true. There's a whole lot of buildup um, leading to the, the, the best um, female woman actor and then the best male man actor. <laughs> How can I make it more awkward? Um and I watching think, can I insert one little thing? Yeah. I think that the Oscars, since they have like the best supporting actress or female actress or all those things, like we need to do like best mo- female movie director, because I heard there's some controversy about them never ever nominating female directors. Yes. Somebody <laughs> Oh So maybe they should just make a separate category for female 
directors. I know it's... there was oh Natalie Portman. Yeah, she, she wore all the little. Well, names she on her dress. verbally. I don't think it was this award show. It was. I think it was a separate award show. And again, I didn't watch the whole award she show, so I can't say anything. But there was a little snippet of her at an award show saying, um, "Well, her male counterpart had said these are the nominees for best director," and she leaned in the mic and said, "These are the nominees for the best." Male, male director and it took me a second to realize what she was saying because i don't think about shit like that right i should but i just don't i yeah. just kind of live my own life and i thought about it and i was like oh but shit but if you were a female in that industry correct then it's something that of course you recognize because that would be like, my life why can i get the award you yeah. know like okay cool so it doesn't matter what i direct uh it still won't be good enough right but. To not even get a nomination. That's true, too. Like, nominate yeah. a woman. Right. And if she wins, she wins. If she doesn't, she doesn't. It's whatever. And it but. wasn't like there wasn't plenty of uh, female directors that could have gotten the nomination. That's the thing, too. Because, you know, people throw that out there. Well, maybe there wasn't any good, uh, you know, movies for the year that any female directors. And, and I, I think that's that. valid. That is valid. Mm -hmm. However, there was. So, I mean. This year? There was this year, yeah. Well, that's why she was wearing all those names. Those were all women that she felt were deserving wow. of the award. I'm going to so, have to look up that picture. Yeah, it's all like little tiny names. I'm like, Natalie, you should like put them a little bit bigger. But she had to fit a lot of names on there. So I'm actually looking it up right now. <laughs> She's like, tickety, tickety, tickety. Portman, Oscars, dress. Tic-tac. Enter. <laughs> Let's see images well hopefully they zoomed in it's like so tiny that's not well really i on. think i have a virus <laughs> <laughs> that's not anything so yeah she well, I'll find wore it this someday. awesome dress that had the names of it on she's always kind of an advocate obviously for she is um women in general but, she's so uh, great women in the industry yeah it's yeah, awesome. I really enjoy her movies, and I love when actors and actresses can take their platform and do good with it. Yeah. You know what's so funny? The most, the movie I love her most in is um, Where the Heart Is. Yes! Oh my god, that is my Anytime favorite Anytime I talk or think about Natalie Portman, I picture that movie. Oh, it's such a good movie. <laughs> that movie that's so great so before we started the podcast i had to pause you because you were starting to um chat about something yes. but i said nope save it and what was that um that was i guess well we could bring this up it was uh the it's kind of random in the middle of the oscar segment though that's okay um it's um it was a topic about the interview that Gail King gave recently with Lisa Leslie. Um I did try to watch most of this interview to try to get more context out of it. Um I still didn't find any reason why Gail King chose to ask Leslie uh Lisa Leslie the questions that she did regarding Kobe. Um they were more aimed at Kobe my, Bryant. Correct. Kobe Bryant. Correct. Kobe Bryant. Um, and this will all link together. Just hold on, folks. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, she um, said some choice things in the interview. Uh, well, the questions were just completely inappropriate. Um, Kobe Bryant and Gigi and everybody else that died in that helicopter crash um, have not even been laid to rest yet. 
And I don't think it's appropriate at all to be asking anybody about an accusation that didn't even get a charge. Oh, yes. It was only an accusation. Right. Um, and then in regards to, like, how she felt about it friend-wise, like, as a friend of Kobe Bryant's, you know, like, you just said it in one word, Ho. I'm yeah. grieving. Mm-hmm. I am a friend. Right? Mm-hmm. So I'm grieving right now. Why in the heck would you bring up a 16-year-old accusation where some girl settled out of court in civil court for an undisclosed amount? Mm-hmm. He didn't get any charges for that. And he paid the price with his family and his his fans as far as that's concerned. But I'm just like, dude, people are so inappropriate sometimes. Yeah, very inappropriate. And then for people to like stick up for her, oh, she didn't mean it in that way or she didn't know. I mean, come on. And, and she, time she, and meant, it, she mm-hmm. meant it as a journalist and she wasn't thinking mm-hmm. at all. Yes. She's just trying to get the story. Right. And we all we all know the story, Gail. We all know the story, and his friends probably know this story better than anybody. So I'm like, this is that's just insane. So to clarify, um, sadly, Kobe Bryant has passed. Um, he, I'm not going to go into detail because it's a very emotional um, tragedy. But he was in a plane crash with his daughter and nine other, or there were there nine total. Yeah, it was a helicopter crash, and it was um, his private helicopter, and it's right. nine people total. Total, including the pilot. The pilot. Um, they all passed after the crash. Um, so the things that have been spurring are everyone's bringing up the 16, not the 16-year-old female, but a 16-year-old story of Kobe Bryant raping a woman, um, which was he was never never charged of. It was settled out of court. And come on, we all know that this woman took the reins, and this was an easy way to get some cash. Right. It was consensual. Um, he made a mistake. Him and his wife reconciled. You know, th- that's an old old story. It's old news, and it's inappropriate to bring that up about um, this person who's done some very amazing things in this world. And you know, he definitely he affected left a lot of people better than when he yes. entered it. Yes, he affected a lot of people. And again, I don't want to go into too many details because it is emotional as a parent. Um, because I try not to think about these things, I'm going to start crying. But how it's linking to the Oscars is, um, Spike Lee, um, is a huge New York Knicks fan. I didn't know this. I don't follow basketball, but my boyfriend Brandon told me this when he uh, saw Spike Lee's outfit for the Oscars. Yes. and Because you can actually always find Spike Lee in, in the Knicks jersey, like even at random award shows. Like, yes. Do that. I think I've seen that before. Yeah. <laughs> and I was always like, what the hell? Yeah. Um, but huge New York Knicks fan. Um, the 2020... Oscars, he wore a purple suit with uh, 24 on the collar in honor of Kobe Bryant. And that was awesome. I thought that was very, very beautiful. Very cool. <sighs> this Dab topic up the is tears. hard for me, guys. Yeah. It's, it's hard for me, not because I'm a huge basketball fan or I followed Kobe or anything. And everybody knows Kobe. Uh, it more so affected me as a parent. I think it hit a lot of people hard that way. It affected yeah. me in both ways. Right. I'm, I'm a definitely a huge Kobe fan. Yeah. And a Laker fan. So, um, it really like, I thought, um, my, I thought my husband was lying when he told me. So, I mean, it's one of those things that's surreal. And 
there's rumors that happen all the time. Yes. People get killed all the time that are not really dead. So I was like, oh, this has got to be a joke. But um, it wasn't. It's a horrific, horrific thing. And we just, um, I've just been sending as much positive vibes I can out there for Miss Vanessa and all of those families. There's uh, dads and moms and all kinds of people that got left behind. So always the people that get left behind that leave this to get the shit into the deal. <laughs> yeah. 100%. It's so sad. I just can't even It's like you want to give them the energy and you want to think about them because they deserve for they deserve for people to think about them. They deserve for you know us to hold them in our thoughts and our hearts and our prayers however we pray, you know. But it on the other hand, it's hard to want to keep thinking about it because it's so sad. So, right. you know, anyway. Um, Just we'll, love on each other yeah. every day. None of us are promised. Never know who will be here tomorrow. Right. So. Um, so we're going to move on to a little bit more lighthearted stuff. Yes, please. So wipe, wipe our tears <laughs> and um, we're going to talk about the Oscars. 2020 winners, baby. Uh, first off... I don't know about 80% of these people. Oh, yeah, that's how it goes. Like, uh, like, and then they have a whole bunch of awards, I guess, before the awards that they give out. Like, yeah. you know, like really random stuff that nobody wants to see on TV. Yeah. Um, I haven't, I don't know a lot of these actors and actresses because I haven't been able to really go to the movies uh, in many years um, for many reasons, but... I'm kind of out of the loop with like new movies and, you know, up and coming actors and directors and stuff like that. So I'm going to list off the winners that I have here right now, but, uh, I don't know half of them more than half. <laughs> so, and plus I only watched the last of the Oscars, but, um, you know, there was a couple cool, there were a couple cool points that I did see. And then some interviews after that I thought were worthy enough to talk about. Cause I thought it was super cool. Um, so best supporting actor, I'm not going to list off all of the nominees because then we'll be here forever. It'll That's be like true. a whole award show all over again. That's true. Um, Brad Pitt won best supporting actor for once upon a time in Hollywood. Wanted to see it. Didn't. Yeah. I haven't seen that one yet either. Um, but I do want to see it. Um, I love Brad Pitt. just because he hasn't really put, what's the last thing he put out? Angelina Jolie. Oh, okay, yeah. Ha, ha, ha. It's, it's, so it's funny. Time. It's time. <laughs> um, <coughs> excuse me. You want to read the next one? We'll flip it. Go back and Oh, forth. okay. So um, we're going to do best animated feature film. And that was Toy Story 4. What? I love all the Toy Story movies. I do too. Never saw Toy Story 4 though. Oh, I ha it's a good one. Is it good? Mm -hmm. I can't wait. Uh, and I don't have little kids anymore, so really I'd just be watching it for myself. So, or maybe I'll come over to your house and we'll watch it. There you and go. Then, it then there's feel... kind of an excuse to have it on the TV, I guess. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, best original screenplay. Um, this was important. This is very important. And I, I, some, I had a conversation with somebody who was kind of scoffing at this guy winning so many awards. I'm not going to say who it was. I'm not going to go into detail. But it, kind of, <laughs> it kind of pissed me the fuck off. Yeah. Um, because this man is deserving. I've oh, yeah. never seen this movie, but just reading articles and paying attention at the ass end of the Oscars and a couple other award shows that I did watch. 
Um, this guy's very, very deserving. And he's funny as shit, too. Is he? I yeah, really through his interpreter. He's so funny. Oh, that's funny. And then he'll speak English. He knows a little bit of English, but he's more comfortable having his interpreter there. But Well, I mean, I want to see it. I want to see it now. I want to see it big time. Uh, Bong Joon-ho won for Parasite. And... Def this was the first time a foreign film has won Best Screenplay at the Oscars. <laughs> that is insanely important. Yeah. I need people to know... That award shows are not an American award show. Right. It is not an American award show. It is worldwide. Yeah, they there's foreign <laughs> films, there's categories for foreign films, but there's never been them winning that ultimate best screenplay award. So that's awesome. Very, very cool. Um, you wanna do that one? Um, yeah, best live action short film, and that was The Neighbor's Window. Never heard um, of it. Never heard of that one either. The, um, the animated short I did watch. Have you watched that one? Um, it's the uh, hair short. What is it? Scroll up. It's the animated one. Scroll up. I don't know. I don't see an end. Oh, oh, Hair Love. Right there here. Is. Yes. So best animated short film um, goes to Hair Love. And it's really awesome is the guy who made this um, posted a post like back in 2012 and on social media. And he he posted like a little idea of a picture of a guy um, in front of his daughter and her head, his head kind of on her um, head. And um, the the question on the post said, uh, "Do you, it, is there any 3D artists out there that can help me? I have a really great idea that can win an Oscar. <gasps> that gave me chills. What? Yes. And then he claimed it the following year, too. He was like, one day I will win an Oscar. Whoa. Yeah. So and I'm so just, sorry. I didn't realize I scrolled past that. Oh, no, that's okay. I overlooked that. But, but Hair that's Love is awesome. Cool. It's, a, um, it's only like, I think, Maybe even five minutes long or something like that. But I'm going to so look that cute. up. It's really cute. I've never heard of it and I've You'll uh, love it. never seen it. So, wow, that's awesome. Um, the next one is Best Production Design. Again, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. One yeah, another. Had a lot of, and that was a Quentin Tarantino film? Yes. Was it? Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. His films, like, I like them. But I always have to be in a certain mood, vibe to mm -hmm. watch his films. They're kind of weird. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I do get in those vibes sometimes. Yeah. But like, I, it's just one of those films where I'm like, I have to watch a Quentin Tarantino film when I'm just in the mood for a Quentin Tarantino film. He's, yeah. he's lit. It's, it is kind of odd. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen that one yet though. So I don't know how odd that one is, but you want to do those two? Um, best documentary feature, American Factory. Um, I like documentaries, uh, but I'm looking at the nominees for the documentaries and I have not seen any of those. Um, and then best costume design, Jacqueline Duran and Little Women. I, that's, that's probably a really cool, uh, I want to see it. I, well, yeah, I want to see Little Women. Uh, I, I remember when I was little, uh, wasn't there a show? There was a movie it with Winona Ryder. Okay, that one, I remember, that was a remake because they remade it. They that was like, well, there's a book too. I probably read the book. Is yeah. probably what I'm thinking of. Yeah, 
I used to read, folks. Uh, yeah, the book was really good. Actually, the book way better than the movie, of course. You know how that goes. If we were filming, you could see the nasty look on my face. Yeah, you could see the stank face. I used to read. I used to be smart. <laughs> anyway, Little Women. I definitely want to see that. Yeah. Because it reminds me of my childhood. And I shouldn't really have to have a reason to want to watch something. I should just want to fucking watch something. Okay? Right. All right. Um, documentary short feature. Learning to skateboard in a war zone if you're a girl. Oh, what? so many good things about this. Really? I've never heard of this. Okay. <laughs> so this was a guy who decided to go into Afghanistan. And these kids, like, didn't obviously know what any of this is. He started to teach them to skateboard. Whoa. Yes. And it gave them, like, this little... Anyways, I haven't seen the movie. I just saw little uh, clips of it and read about it. And I'm excited to see it now. So, yeah, well, but these kids have to yeah, go through a lot because um, they're literally in the center of a war zone. So whoa, yeah, and it's like little seven year olds, eight year olds with little helmets on skateboarding. It's the cutest. Oh thing my ever. goodness, that's intense, <laughs> right? <laughs> this Wearing morning's helmets. podcast is changing my life, <laughs> right? <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> oh my god. Okay, moving on. Moving on. What are we doing? Best supporting actress. Goes to Laura Dern for A Marriage Story. Another movie that I want to watch, but I cannot watch. So I will oh, wait on that. Oh, Marriage Story. Yeah. I don't know, girl. It looks very emotional. And uh, yeah, I'm just... I feel That's like... why I had to stop watching This Is Us. Like, I can't be like... I do like... If I have to emotionally prepare to watch the show... It's too much. It's too much. I can't I do it. I feel like... Uh, I would feel uncomfortable watching this movie... But I feel like for you, you would probably only watch this movie to find, like, if you were having a huge emotional break and you needed that extra push to have some sort of, like, closure of yeah. something. Like, I just, I don't know. Uh, I heard if you want to watch it, come come get me. <laughs> I'll yeah, come I watch it with you. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like I would just, yeah, that would be too much. I saw a little clip. And just their argument, the yes. argument, I couldn't, yeah. It was uh, I was like, that was horrible. intense, uh -huh. but, like, probably the most amazing acting. Yeah. However, because it was that amazing, I can't. It's too real. Yeah, I can't. This you know? is what pe real people go through every right. fucking exactly. day. Exactly, exactly. So. We all have our times when we're, you know, going through that shit, and it's just, ooh. Yeah, you don't want anything to... to uh, Put it over. Uh, no offense to Marriage Story. I'm sure it's an amazing movie because just that one little clip I saw of them arguing. Whew. It's great that they, who, I don't know who. Even sadder created to look the at movie. comments on that thing, by the way. Oh, God. Oh, my gosh. I don't comments. even, I don't even know. But, it, you know, whoever scripted this and, you know, wrote it, uh, produced it, directed it, whatever. Whoever created this movie, they really gave a voice to people in this situation mm -hmm. which is absolutely amazing but those people in this situation probably can't watch it right so this is more so for the people that have never been in that or situation through, that possibly. can watch it and understand yeah which is fucking great yeah applause to you um uh best sound editing goes to ford v ferrari i've heard of it um i feel like i've seen a preview and said i wanted to see it but for the life of me, I cannot remember Best what it's about. Sound editing. Okay. Well, I mean, you know what? Props to the sound editor, because when I edit our stuff, 
It takes me a long time, and I'm like editing a 30 minute podcast. I can't imagine if you were editing a whole movie, a sound editing. Uh, yeah, it props, probably takes a good six to months. The sound editing. Uh, Ford versus Ferrari. And then, I'm guessing that's versus or V Ferrari. I don't know what the hell that is. Ford V Ferrari. <laughs> Ford versus Ferrari. I think that's what it is. is it? I think okay. it's Ford versus Ferrari. Anyway. Um, and then best sound mixing goes to 1917, which looked great. My stepson, Caleb, wanted to see it. I think he did see it and said it was absolutely amazing. Pretty sure he did tell me that. Um, it's not really my style movie, mm. so I probably won't see it. But applause to you, best sound mixer. Okay, 1917. I have actually not even seen the preview nor anything It's a war movie. That. I think it's all done in one shot. What? Yeah. That's kind of crazy. It's very, very cool, but uh, I just don't know if I'll watch it. Maybe yeah. someday. Maybe when... You know what? Caleb always buys the movies that he loves. He has... Him and his mom have the hugest... That's good. ...DVD collection, and we he loves to, to like bring that. us movies, and we'll watch... Um, Movies over the weekend, so, so awesome. eventually he'll bring that. Just buy just all our it. movies on Prime now, so they're stored. Do those too. Okay, so best visual effects. No, we already did that, right? No. Oh, they just won again. 1917. <laughs> Woo! For best visual effects too. Good job. And then we have best uh, film editing, which is, again, goes to Ford versus Ferrari. So uh, they got a lot of awards. Think, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. And I should probably it looks watch like it. 1917 was nominated for a lot, too. So. Yes. That's right here. cool. Uh, yeah, they were nominated for makeup and hairstyling, but Bombshell took the award home. Whoop, whoop. Uh, Joker was also, oh, Maleficent and Judy. I know Those all of these all nominations. movies. Bombshell, yeah. Joker, Judy, Maleficent, and 1917. I know, finally, a category where I know all the movies. On makeup and hairstyling. And Bombshell took it home. I want to see that. I have uh, not even seen a preview for it. Well, I'll show you. I think that I'm, I'm just <laughs> out of the loop for everything. Um, go ahead and do those two. Okay, so best original music score went to Joker. Um, you said you saw that film and it was amazing. I have yet to see that film just because, again, it looked kind of... Dude. And sometimes when I'm in dark places or I feel, uh, feel down or whatever, I, I can't watch stuff like that. Um, but I, I've been really wanting to watch the Joker. Dude, <laughs> I can't even tell you. So you said if you're kind of in a depressed mood, you can't watch dark stuff. This one isn't really, I mean, yeah, it's depressing, but it's more so, um, twisted. Okay. And like, uh, it's, you can tell it's based around mental health. Right. Well, I mean, Joker is based around. A lot. Yeah, but it really enhances the realistic side. It's not cartoony. It's right. not like overdone, like when Tim Burton directed the movies back in you know yeah, the yeah, yeah. late nineties. But this was so real. I. It's like if Joker were a real person, that's what they decided to do. It was mind blowing. Right. It was instead of making him a caricature. He was a real person. He was a He was real Joe person. instead of the Joker. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, Crazy Joe. <laughs> um, best international film feature again went to uh, Parasite. South Korea, baby. Yep. Parasite. Yes. Good job. Good yep. job. That's um, that's such a huge win for them too. I was. Yeah. It's like I'm not from South Korea, but I was proud. 
I was proud for them. <laughs> I'm also not from South Korea. <laughs> <laughs> um, the best music original song goes to Rocket Man. I think I did see him collect that award. And he was, uh, Elton John was very um, emotional about, you know, winning a freaking Oscar. He said he never thought that this day would come. Oh, wow, really? And I don't know if that's verbatim, you know, well, but... I, I just feel like he should have won cool. one by now for some kind of... Maybe not. Yeah, well, this is a movie. I mean, he won right. music awards. But, I mean, he's done songs for movies, though, hasn't he? I'm pretty yeah, sure oh, yeah. he has. Oh, yeah. I swear he said that he's never thought that he'd win an award But like it this. feels like... It feels like, I think, any of those kind of movies that are Oscar-worthy, you know technically aren't going to usually be the comedies or the anything else that his stuff might have put it but i don't know what other music his his stuff is i just feel like elton john always needs to get his props he's awesome okay i'm gonna do best actress oh, which is first oh okay sorry excuse me <laughs> we need to do best director first which parasite picking it up again with bong, bong june ho all right good job dude yeah, he yeah he was he was just kissing on all them awards, wasn't he? Dude, if he had all of his awards from all of the award shows, he'd be like holding so it like cool. several hundred babies. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, no, he took a lot home. Um, best actress goes to Renee Zellweger in Judy, and that is one I do want to see. I'm a Renee Zellweger fan. Are you? I am. I I loved all the Bridget Jones Diaries. They're hilarious. It's probably the only English movie I watched that I laughed at. Oh, I remember yeah. those movies. I don't think I really paid attention or really watched them. They're funny. But They're I funny. do remember it on my television at one point in my life. Yeah. Um, I've never been a huge Renee Zellweger fan just because I never really watched a lot of her movies. Right. So that's the only reason. Um, she... I've seen previews and, of course, all of the clips that they show prior to, like, giving the award away. Mm -hmm. All of those clips as well kind of give you a little different view on right. the movie. Um, it looks really amazing. She, she embraced the character, like, yeah. embodied the character big time. You can okay. tell. It, it looks really, really good. Um, I'm excited. I only know two other people. Scarlett Johansson <laughs> is in there. Yeah. Charlize Theron. Yeah. Um, yeah, the other two, uh, Cynthia Erivo and some other name. <laughs> so Rosie no Ronan, maybe? I, I don't have know. no clue. Sorry. Sorry uh, to these actresses if they're listening to our podcast. Probably That not. I didn't know who you were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think we're all right. But congrats to <clears throat> Renee. Boop. Uh, two awards left. Um, best actor went to Joaquin Phoenix for... Joker. Joaquin Phoenix is such a cool person. He's awkward. He's cool, though. He is... Oh, when he was up on stage? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. So, anytime he goes up on stage, you're like, he's either going to say something mm -hmm. amazing or mm -hmm. something so awkward that yeah. I'm not going to stop thinking about it for days. That's how Which, he is. in turn, is amazing because people can't stop thinking about it. Yeah. He's definitely a wild card. He is. And I think they always get probably get a little bit nervous when... At award shows when yeah. Phoenix is up there. <laughs> yeah. Like you never know what he's going to say. Um, but he did a shout out to his brother, River Phoenix. He was did. A, was awesome. He um, did. Um, that was really cool. So when he, yes, when he was 
collecting or accept collecting when he was accepting his <laughs> Give award. Collect, collect it now. Collect it in my hand. <laughs> when he was accepting the award, he took the opportunity to use his platform to talk about global warming and to talk about how we treat the natural world. And I respect the hell out of what he said. I'm sure it made most people feel awkward because... Because mm -hmm. they think, oh, this isn't the time. <sighs> yeah, there's a lot of people that don't believe in global warming. They don't believe that mass-produced meat farms are causing problems. They don't believe in a lot of things that are true. They It's been... Basically, there's I, enough scientific backup for people to believe it. I think that's just a head it. in the sand thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So... <clears throat> I almost took a drink of coffee, but I still want to chat. Um, yeah, so he was he was going over all of you know how we treat the natural world. Like, what did he say? He said we impregnate a cow, and then we steal her baby. Even though she cries for that baby, we still steal her baby, and then we steal her milk that was meant for her baby to put in our fucking coffee. Mm -hmm. And once he said that, I was just like. So uncomfortable, mm -hmm. but so intrigued and so sucked in and so, like, felt so much respect for that man. It's true, though. But then went back to feeling awkward again. Like, he just has this magic about him. I think there's just that point, like, you, people that have that platform, they're like, fuck it. Some people are like, fuck it. I, I need to say what I need to say. And I always respect that. Yeah. People are always like, keep it, keep it to the award show. Keep it to entertainment. Keep it to acting. No, 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 no. Mm. See, because those people are the ones that have the platform and those people are the ones that you guys are listening to. You're not listening to us. Mm -hmm. I mean, I love you, but our podcasts don't get that many plays. You're listening, <laughs> you're listening to those people that are on TV. You're listening yes. to those public figures that influence us on a daily basis that make people want to get lip injections and butt implants and hair extensions. And everybody's always trying to keep up with some kind kind of status but those are the people you listen to so those people are aware of their power and you can either use it for the good or you can use it for the bad so i mean there are people on both sides of that spectrum that's for sure mm -hmm. yep um and then the last award goes to best picture best i'm picture. sorry not goes to best picture is the last award oh yeah so this was the i think the big thing, right? Because Parasite won for Best Picture and nobody had no foreign film and won for Best Picture either. Yes! Parasite won. Woo! Still have never seen it um, since we started this podcast. I didn't binge watch the movie, so still have not seen it. But I will. Um, Joker was up. Uh, it was nominated. I fully thought that they deserve to win. Let's do another movie uh, one after we both watch some of these movies. Absolutely. We'll do our own little award show. Because I would love to watch some of these movies. And yep. some of them I've never even heard of. But I'm um, excited. Best Picture nominees were 1917, The Irishman, uh, uh, what is this, Ho Ho Rabbit, Jojo Rabbit, <laughs> uh, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Ford vs. Ferrari, and Parasite won. I fully, fully thought Joker should have won because... Not that I'd seen all the other movies and not that I had a comparison. It's strictly biased because I'd only seen Joker. But I said on social media that this is the best movie I've ever seen between the writing, scripting, 
the directing, the acting. It was the best movie I've ever seen. Not saying it's my favorite of all time, because I don't really have favorites. Mm. That was the confusion with one of my children. Um, oh, got you. Like, oh, you finally have a favorite movie. No, I, I, I don't can't. have That's favorites. That's like picking a favorite kid. I yeah, I, I like everything. But this is by far the best movie I've ever seen. Because I'm excited. This is the first movie that I've seen the second that it started. I had this like glazed look over my face, didn't blink, didn't close my mouth, just stared at the TV in awe until the very end. I didn't look at my phone. I didn't blink. I didn't breathe. I didn't do nothing. I just watched the movie and was the first half of the movie. I felt so uncomfortable. Mm. So uncomfortable. I was like, I I wanted to run away. I wanted to walk away from the movie, but I couldn't, couldn't take my eyes off it. And then the second half of the movie, I was just like in awe. It was so fucking amazing. I'm excited. Yeah. I didn't think that it was going to be that good. I didn't really have that high hopes because people hype shit up. Yeah. But it was outstanding. Woohoo. Um, also one of the post, since we're talking about Joaquin Phoenix a second ago, one of the post, um, interviews that he did after the award show, Uh um, it's so funny. You guys have to look up this video. (laughs) He goes out, first of all, he doesn't like people applauding for him. So even when he goes up to get awards, like everyone's clapping and standing and he literally puts his hand up and says, just stop. (laughs) <laughs> and everybody quickly just sits the fuck down. Like right. a sea of uh, celebrities right. are just like, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and then he'll say something outstanding and they'll applaud and he'll go, no, stop. <laughs> like, don't applaud for me. Probably because they only have like a few seconds up there too. True. That is true. And I didn't sit there and applaud every two seconds. I can't get what I need to say out. He, he, and I'm sure he had a lot to say. Yeah. And then, so the post interview was you know in front of like a, a sea of um, uh, reporters, reporters. Mm-hmm. thank you I couldn't think of the word um, he walks out and he's smiling because he got tricked he even said he goes I got fucking tricked I got told to go in a room take a picture and then they ushered me out here I got fucking tricked it was so funny. funny and you know, his hands are in his pocket and he looks super calm and relaxed and casual. And um, so he said, hey, how are y'all doing? And they all start like awkwardly start to kind of like mumble to each other. And then they start to clap and applaud. And he goes, why are you applauding? Stop applauding. I just asked how you all are doing. And then they all like, we're like, good, good. He's like, you're good. You guys are good. Okay. <laughs> like, what the... I probably would have done the same thing. Yeah, it's I'm like, just, dude. Because, <laughs> I mean, at that point, sometimes certain things have to be so surreal. Yes. Right? Like, I'm a human being standing in front of you. I'm not like some Greek god. Right. Like, it's okay. And I love how he has that, like, mentality. Mm-hmm. Like, don't applaud for me. He's humble, yeah. I'm a fucking person. Right. It is. <gasps> Nobody say anything. It's my alarm. Edit. Okay, (laughs) so the first reporter uh, asked him a question about how he prepared to develop himself into the Joker, and you need to see Joaquin's face. He he has an eyebrow eyebrow raised. He has this really ugly smirk on his face. Like, bro, he gets some of those faces. The fuck are you asking me this for? And his response was just that. He goes, "This is old news, dude." I've been talking about this for the last six months. Haven't you heard my answer? 
what do you want me to repeat the same answer? Do you want me to give you a different answer? You want me to reword it in a different structure for you? Yeah. Okay, I guess I'll answer your question. And I was just like you so know, they sit uncomfortable. There when they do those movie things, uh, what do you call them? Uh, they do the tours uh, when a movie's about to come out. Yeah. Of interviews, right? Mm-hmm. All over the place. And these reporters ask him all the same questions. Yes. So it's so. like, that is like got to be the most frustrating thing. Yeah, journalist. That was the word I was looking for. Journalist. This journalist was lazy. Slash paparazzi slash reporters. He was lazy because if he would have done a good job, he would have asked a new fucking question. The award was given. Right. All of those old questions are old news. Like, we can look it up online. Yeah. But a lot of times they don't even know who they're going to be able to talk to. So they just, like, have whatever's in their That's head true. that they're going to make up. Like, oh, I know something about Joaquin Phoenix. Let me just be able to get in and talk with him. Yeah. And uh, as as the celebrity, I can imagine that's pretty fucking annoying. Yeah. And then the next lady that asked him a question, she was a good journalist. Yeah. She said, um, because he had asked them, hey, have you guys been sitting here all night? Do you need food or water or anything? You guys all good? And yeah. they're like, oh, yeah, we got a little bit to eat, whatever. And so the next reporter, the next uh, journalist had asked him, speaking of food... Did you enjoy eating at this award show Mm -hmm. because it's all vegan? The Oscars, for the first time, any award show did an all-vegan menu. Wow. Yeah. And he said, because he's vegan, he said this is the first time he was ever proud to be at an award show. And more more award shows should follow suit. And that is so cool. And I thought about that, and I'm thinking, By the okay. way, guys, there's such bomb vegan food now. Like, oh, yeah. if you think that it's just all, like, rabbit food or, <laughs> you know, some people think of, like, vegan, and they're like, I can't do that. I can't oh, live off of gosh. grass and nuts. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I like burgers and stuff, but um, but vegan uh, food now, oh, my God, there's some amazing things out there. That is so cool that they did that. I did not know that. Yeah. And, and you know, after he said that, I thought about it, and I was like, oh, shit. It's just an award show. It's just, you know, half, like one of their day, right. half of their day. It's probably a full day thing. Right. Because of hair and oh, makeup and everything. Ready, yeah. But it's one day out of your life for you meat eaters. I'm a meat eater. Yeah. But go to the award show, appreciate the menu, eat, because there's, you literally can eat anything. Right. And then go home and continue your meat consumption the next day. But, I know people get angry if there's no meat. I'm like, yes. you know, the rest of the world doesn't eat like that, right? Right. The rest of the world doesn't usually have meat three to four times a day. No. That's like not. <laughs> maybe once a day. Maybe once a day. Maybe once a month in a celebratory dinner. Sure. Things like that. But mm-hmm. a lot of times that's the, that food's not eaten like that on a daily basis. We consume so much food <laughs> that we're like, what do you mean there's no option for chicken or a burger? <laughs> What am I going to do with my life? Big bloody steak. Y'all, we are sitting here both cross arms staring at each other right? talking about meat. Being I think angry. we're hungry. Angry. <laughs> hangry as hell. Anyway, that I just thought he was so proud to be there because it was a vegan meal. And I just, you know, it really kind of opened my eyes a little bit. And I look forward to making, I, I meal prep mm-hmm. our dinners for the week. And I always look forward to our vegetarian meal. Yeah. It's just... I don't know. It's refreshing. And I want to aim for two vegetarian meals. It's a slow process for us. Yep. It's not it's, something it's all... that you, that I could do overnight, change my eating habits. So, yeah. Anyway, that's that all was... we've got for the Oscars. The Oscars show. That's our Oscar show. Yeah. I mean, I've never done anything regarding the Oscars. So, I always watch them kind of like you watch them, like every once in a while or catching the tail end of something. 
I definitely like to watch highlights because yeah. all the stuff in between I really don't care about. <laughs> I want to watch the red carpet. Yeah, the red carpet. Um, those are always fun to watch because I love looking at the dresses. By the way, mm -hmm. Sierra's dress was the cutest dress for the Oscars. So freaking cute. She has it. her little belly showing and it's all glittery and sparkly. Aww. It's so cute. Because she knows she's pregnant with baby number three. Is she really? She is. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I should have known that. I'm yeah. a Wilson fan. Yes. Jesus. And just um, a, uh, Russell Wilson, please stop straightening your hair. It looks really weird. Okay, bye. Yeah, it is kind of weird. Yeah, I was a little thrown off by that. I mean, Russ <laughs> um, and it's only because, like, I get it. Uh, I don't know. Us, us biracial people, we yeah. go through phases, you know. You want to be able to experience <laughs> all phases. the hair. Want to yeah. be able to straighten the hair, maybe, you know. Put a little, uh, you know, a little bit more curl to it. You know, yeah. whatever way. I mean, it's cool that you could wear it both ways, but something about it is making me feel feel uncomfortable <laughs> and I don't can't quite put my finger on it sorry Russ sorry Russ <laughs> sorry Russ um, but Sierra is gorgeous anyways yes she is beautiful <laughs> um also one last little thing about the Oscars I did catch uh Billie Eilish singing oh okay I and, didn't catch that uh again it was like as I walked in the room I don't know what it was for I, I don't know what the song was but I was so Focused on her voice, and she really is an amazing singer. Mm -hmm. I had no clue this girl had this kind of voice. So you guys need to watch a clip of her singing at the Oscars because it was very sad. I think it was about all the um, people in the industry that had passed. Mm -hmm. um, but my God, was it fucking beautiful! That's awesome. Yeah, Billie Eilish is a, a cool kid. She seems to be yeah. like a cool kid. So Bella, she gets a lot of shit too. Has I don't been know why. listening to Billie Eilish for like three years now. Yeah, has been on YouTube listening to Billie Eilish when she was like little, making recordings in her. Billie room. is a very good idol for young women. Yeah. But my and thing then. is, is she's kind of dark and depressed and, and, and all those things. And she just talked about what a really hard time she went through a couple years back where she wanted to take her own life um, yeah. and all of that stuff. But mm -hmm. I'm just happy that um, she has an outlet for herself because her yeah. music seems to be her outlet and she's really good at it. So, yeah, I still, you know, I still like that she's a good role model for younger kids because uh, younger kids going through like puberty and stuff, they go through those emotional. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm not saying phases, but they go through that emotional stuff, those emotional times. And for them to see um, somebody, you know, as big as Billie Eilish is with, you know, a different look to her and a different uh you know purpose mm -hmm. um to see that she's overcome that and still working on herself oh, every yeah. day and overcoming it is really really important for that girl and this she kinda, also wears baggy clothes i guess to hide her body she, she doesn't, doesn't want, want people looking yeah, at her she doesn't want men objectifying her Correct. or anybody because the world her. america specifically but the entirety of this women. world is disgusting yeah. sorry guys but you guys need to get it together <laughs> like, um look we's talking to everybody everybody including ourselves yeah yes wait i'm perfect what oh. i didn't know i didn't get that memo but this <laughs> actually will uh it leads us into our next episode so stay tuned we are going to talk a little bit about mental health um and our kids oh the kids not mental health in our kids but perhaps but mental health and raising children in the teenager 
and the mental health that your children give you. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Can we put that in there too? <laughs> yes, we will. Uh-huh. So please stay tuned. Listen to the next episode. We love you guys and thank you for listening. We love you. Bye. Bye.